Hey, what's going on, Elevate? J. Mike. Here we are, day number two. So I wanted to get this journal in the books. Today was a good day. Today at the gym, we did lower body. Man, it's been a long time. There's going to be soreness. <clears throat> Again, thanks to, to Ted and his crew from Fit Responder. But this morning... On the Chase the Vase challenge call, Brock went in to scan as a way of awareness and tactical decision-making as a method called scan. And so we talked about um, the first, right, the first S would be to scan. Um, And the A is analyze. Actually, I think I'm getting that wrong, but that's all right. <clears throat> so when I answered my one thing, I answered it as a weight loss journey. And as I scan it, and I really dig deep, I think the weight loss is a result, not the root cause. Because there's sadness, fear, and not knowing who I am, and this will come out in a little bit, but from a childhood of tragedy and and traumatic situations for most of it, from physical abuse to sexual abuse um, to feeling sense of abandonment and loneliness. I believe my one thing is now seeking the emotional stability, seeking to love myself, to like myself, to enjoy who I am, to really find out who I am. It's weird because as I, as I talk these things out, as I ponder them, as I, as I journal them and I meditate on them, I see that I, I've never really wanted to ever dwell in the past. I've always wanted to dwell in the future. And I've looked right over the present because I didn't like who I was. I didn't like where I've come from, what I'd done in the past. <laughs> And it always had me looking forward to the horizon, right over the top of the beautiful beach and the waters of where I currently stand and who I am. And so Brock asked us to analyze the one thing. And I think my one thing has changed for the first time ever. My one thing is to gain the emotional stability. To have a nutrition plan become who I am. How I feed my body. To have the emotional stability. To have a fitness plan that I stick to. 
have the emotional stability to be able to handle stressors, sadness, happiness in a way that's healthy and in a way that drives me to my next goal. See, I've always been a guy that is emotionally reactive. I'm an emotional guy. I cry at movies. Um, Heck, I cry on TikToks. (laughs) Um, I know what it's like to feel pain. I know what it's like to feel abandonment and loss. I know what it's like to be scared, truly scared. And I know what it's like not to like what I look, what I see in the mirror. And I recently uh, watched a, um, a live from Ted. He had a guest on. His name was Jason. He's a police officer. But he struggles with depression and anxiety. And, and looking at him, my judgment would say, dude, this guy's got it all together. He's, he's massively fit. He's a, he's a champion powerlifter. He has awards. And this dude struggles with fear and anxiety and depression. I've never thought of myself as somebody who struggles with depression. I've always wanted to be the happy guy. I've always wanted to be the guy in the room that makes other people smile. That takes one for the team as long as everyone else is happy. I am the peacemaker. And that's what I did through much of my job as a police officer. Sure, I, I loved the kick the tires and light the fires and the, and the giddy up and the rock and roll, you know, for the, for the fight call or for the in progress calls. And, um, I was always there and I was always down, but my true passion, what I truly was good at was, was being a peacemaker. And so when Brock asked me to analyze this thing and I, and I felt the pivot, I felt the transition from just wanting to lose weight to wanting to be a healthy, a mentally healthy individual. And by, by healthy, I mean healing and dealing, right? Because I need to heal my past. I need to heal those things that I've dealt with for the last 44 years. But I also need to deal with them. I need to deal with them when they come in the future. I need to take those triggers. Uh, it's funny because it's all kind of talked about it. Garrett talked about in Hero Nation. He talked about um, uh, the, the same thing as far as the triggers and, and, and the situations we find ourselves in. It's, it's, it's all about how we react to those situations. So I want to learn how to react differently. I'm going to learn how a night out at a restaurant can be an joyful, pleasurable experience that is not about the food. And I want to know how to deal with my sadness and my loss. Um, And then not turn that into shame because I dove into the food. And so as I dig this in, I actually feel some extra fear and extra sadness and shame bubbling up because I feel like um, part of me... This, for the first time in two years, has a, has a desire to go back into law enforcement. I believe it's, it's, it's part of who I am. It's part of who I was and what I did for 20 plus years, public service, emergency services. 
and for the last 15 years as a police officer. I want to help people. I want to be part of a team. But even saying this, I fear what my wife's reaction will be. And I don't even know if this is true. This is what I'm going through right at this moment. And I want to be able to handle it. And I want to be able to detach and figure out what this means. And figure out where I need to go in a healthy manner. And so part of the challenge is to identify who, what, where, why, when, and how this one thing has persisted so long. So the who would be me. I, I, I didn't like, and I, I guess I have to be honest, I don't like who I am. It's hard to say um, because I want to change it. But it's, it's got to be the truth. When I've put my, my, my fleshly desires, my overeating, um, my emotional des- uh, weakness and struggle over um, my health, uh, my ability to, to be a father and a husband, a healthy, strong one, that's got to be coming from somebody who doesn't like himself very much. And the what uh, is, is, is emotionally responding, is, is emotionally responding to triggers, to Every emotional response you can think of is triggered by a desire of a food response. I have to find an outlet. And, and like Brock said, I have to be careful that that, that that outlet doesn't transfer to another addiction because that doesn't do me or my family any good if I just transfer from one addiction to another. That, is not, that which is not healed, transformed, is transferred. So I don't want to transfer my addiction. I wouldn't mind transferring it to working out and fitness for a little while. But uh, I really have a desire to be able to engage this mental health component and, and really be able to, to address the emotional state of why I'm so emotionally triggered and why food is by far the number one sedation focus for that trigger. And so, um, so as, as I keep going, the where, the why, the why is because I was I was in a very traumatic, abusive childhood. My, my mother attempted suicide numerous times. Um, my, my, my sister, half-sister, uh, would beat me up, um, you know, a, a physically abuse me. Uh, my dad would, um, there was some sexual abuse there. He was never around. He, he was a military veteran uh, in the Marines, and he was in Vietnam and it messed him up really, really bad. And so I never got to know my dad. So in turn, I never got to know who I was. And so I, f- I feel unloved. I feel unworthy. I feel like, why can't my dad love me enough? Why, why can't I be good enough? And I see that so much now when, when another brother 
wants to step up and say, hey, I'll walk with you. Um, just as I did recently when Garrett and Brock both stepped up and said, hey, we'll walk with you. And I was like, why would they choose me? Isn't there somebody better out there that they can run with? Or maybe they'll find somebody better, you know, in the future and just get ready for that disappointment and loss. So to know that I am sad because I do not love myself and that those triggers are a sedation My flesh is calling me to be sedated by those triggers because I don't want to feel them anymore. I want to feel fullness. I want to feel comfort and when I feel safety. And that comes with overeating. So what I have become is a comfort-seeking emotional emotionally triggered obese man and and I think my struggle going forward will be to pinpoint and be have the acute awareness to where these triggers these triggers are coming from because they're going to be coming from so many areas They're going to be coming from joy. They're going to be coming from, oh no, I take it back. They probably won't come from joy, but they're going to be coming from happiness. They're going to be coming from sadness, from shame, from guilt. Um, uh, All all those things trigger my want to self-medicate and to find that comfortable, happy space. And, And that'll be the challenge, just to find the acute awareness to stop it before it gets rolling. And so I'll use this platform as a way to track it. Today was a good day. Today I had a lower body day. And I'm going to be sore tomorrow. Thank you, Fit Responder. But I believe my focus has been shifted What I always used to think about was, man, in 30 days or in 60 days, and if I wasn't getting progress in the first week, I'd lose focus. Because we all know that I can lose 100 pounds in a week. But now I'm focusing on absolutely simply today. Not worried about 30 days from now. Not worried about two weeks from now. I'm not even really worried about tomorrow other than the little bit of food preparation that I do to make sure I have what I need on hand to have a successful day. But now when I wake up, I focus on now, focus on me, focus on right now. And I love the man I see in the mirror. At least that's what I'm going to be telling myself every single day. I love you, Mike. You are valuable. You are worthy. You are loved. You are important. You are worth it. Those things are so hard for me to hear. I want to desire to do difficult things. I have that. There's something in me that has a desire that wants to know why I'm not able to push through and do difficult things like 
the crazy Navy SEALs or, you know, the stories of, of people that you hear doing 75 hard and doing all these crazy workouts and, you know, Brock doing his Spartan race. There's nothing that makes me different from that. It's only the belief and the emotional state and the mental capacity that I have and I've limited myself to as to why I can't do those things. And that'll be my goal. That'll be my goal in this 30 days is to shatter that, is to address the emotional state that causes the trigger of wanting to feel safe, to dig deep into that that emotional response and to give myself a healthy way of dealing with that emotion. And to tell myself every single day when I look in the mirror, I love you. You are worth it. You are strong. You are powerful. You are an amazing man. And truly believe it. They say that with the mind goes the body. And the words in affect the mind. So that is what my mind will be hearing every day. I'm committing to that. Oh. This was deep. This was good. Never once have I pinpointed. I've always wanted to lose the weight, but I've never really pinpointed the root cause of why the weight was there. I'm ready. I'm ready to call on this mountain. I'm ready to call on all the emotional stuff that's about to come because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being led by my emotions. I want my emotional response to be a tool, to be something I use for good, to be empathetic and caring and to help change other people's lives. Don't want it to be a tool to negatively affect and negatively change my life anymore. That stops today. So that's my check-in, day two. Day two of the Chase the Vase Challenge. I'm J. Mike, and I'm out.